You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blusine. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tex said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. Hello. Andrew Cunanan.com. <laughs> Andrew Cunanan. Andrew Cunanan. Cunanan. I started watching the impeachment hearing. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Well, it was boring in real life. I know, exactly. Yeah. Getting impeached for a blowjob, like, really uh, fucking interesting. Seriously. I mean, I blew Bill Clinton, like, five times. Me and I remember that. Yeah. Before Monica Lewinsky. Before her. BM. Not bowel movement. Okay. Before, before Monica. Monica. <laughs> But I just also wanted to say that after last week's episode, mm-hmm. I did go home and I did take a milk bath. Oh my oh. God, that's so luxurious. I'm so glad for you. That's but, why you're radiant. Yeah. But I feel like it dried my skin out a little. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. It wasn't skin milk, was I don't, it? I don't know, but I don't, I don't think I would do it again. Did you use whole milk? No, I used almond milk. That's why. So you did it all wrong. <laughs> Oh, yeah. everybody listening, whole milk is where it's at. Yeah. Our last episode, we covered um, this this thing called Bathe in My Milk. Yeah, we did. Which you all better have listened to. Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope you bathe in some milk. Bathe in my milk. <laughs> so. Yeah. Here we are. All right, here we are. Um, uh, almost at episode fifty. I can't believe oh we're almost God. there. We're like in the mi- like we're mid, the to, mid late to late forties. Yeah. I think this is. Episode 47. Holy yeah. shit. We're, we're going into menopause. We are. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm all. clammy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's hot in here. So. I'm going to be glad to be rid of those tampons, though. Anyway, oh, continue. I know, Sorry. Right? Okay. So, my question tonight is, what do you both know about method acting? Method acting. Or if you don't, that's okay. Mm. Or what do you think your idea of method Hmm. acting is? I think method acting is when you try to become the person or the role that you are going to be acting. So if you are doing, let's just say, a role about long distance truck drivers, (laughs) you would rent a truck and then drive across the country while driving a truck to try mm-hmm. to yeah. understand and put yourself into that role. I would say the same thing. I think of like Charlize Theron in Monster. Yes, exactly. Okay. When the camera stopped rolling, you're still like, hey, let me suck your dick for Ex- cigarettes. Yep, exactly. <laughs> okay. 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 So we are all on the same page. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Sucking dick for cigarettes. Yes. yes. Truck drivers. Truck drivers. Truck drivers and, truck drivers and hookers. Yeah, that's right. My uh, favorite. Yeah. The reason I bring this up tonight, I was really inspired to do this because my friend Lizzie. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, Australia. She's one of our listeners. Good day, Australia. We do this thing every day on Instagram and we send voice memos and we call them daily podcasts. Okay. Just to like update each other on each other's lives. Cute. She was watching some YouTube video about method acting and she asked me what my thoughts were on it. And I'm like, well... Let me tell you. And I went on the longest rant about it. Okay. But I was just inspired. And I was like, ooh, we should touch on this in one of our episodes. I love it. The other thing is, 
when I started talking about this, like we say with every episode, we could do a sub podcast on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So method acting is a technique where an actor prepares, like you said, Mark, to be completely and emotionally identified with a part. So whatever mm -hmm. part they're playing, and it's based on this system that was evolved by a man named Konstantin Stanislavski. It was brought to the U.S. in the 30s. Okay. So method acting was developed in institutions such as the Actor Studio in New York, which you you know the show Inside the Actor Studio. Yeah, James Lipton. Like James Lipton. Yeah, the that. Actor Studio is actually at Pace University. Mm, yeah. It is their conservatory that one goes through. Elia Kazan and Lee Strasberg were two people who were associated with bringing this to the United States, such as also Marlon Brando and Dustin Hoffman. Oh, okay. I could go into this whole history about Stanislavski. I'm not going to bore you all. I read the book. Of course you did, because you had also to. had to take an acting class. Yeah. And yes, normally when one takes an acting class, you are exposed to the Stanislavski yeah. technique. That name is just so hot. <laughs> Konstantin Stanislavski. Oh my God, don't say it again. Konstantin oh Stanislavski. God, why would you do this to me? I'm sorry. Okay. He had this system he called the art of experiencing. Okay. It immobilizes the actor's conscious thought in order to activate other less controllable psychological processes such as emotional experience and subconscious behavior sympathetically and indirectly. In rehearsal, the actor searches for inner motives to justify action and the definition of what the character seeks to achieve at any given moment. Oh, so pretty much... Becoming that person. You're literally embodying that person. Oh, wow. This came to the States in the 30s. Mm -hmm. Students of Stanislavski came here, taught the method, and their students... So... Konstantin Stanislavski's student students broke off and started building their own techniques. So you've probably heard of like the Meisner technique. It sounds familiar. Yeah. So Meisner is really fucking boring. I can just tell you that right now. He has a boring name. <laughs> it involves three components, which are emotional preparation, repetition, and improvisation. And the basic fucking foundational exercise that all people do in acting class is you literally sit in a chair across from somebody and you look at them and you say you're wearing a black and white shirt and you would respond to me i'm wearing a black and white shirt and then you would look at me and you're literally repeating repeating but it's repetition so you'd be like you're wearing a red skirt i'm wearing a red skirt you have really cool nails i have really cool nails you have an awesome mustache. I have an awesome mustache. But this goes on and on and on. <laughs> and then you start to get more emotionally connected to it. So it'll be like, you're smiling. I'm smiling. I'm you're smiling. laughing. I'm laughing. It's. I'm wearing a diaper. You're wearing a diaper. <laughs> you just shit it and farted. I just shit it and farted. So. True. There's yeah. the Meisner technique. I. I was exposed to a lot of different methods when I was in college because I went to a liberal arts school. Mm -hmm. But every acting class I took, 
every teacher had something different to mm-hmm. offer. Sometimes you'll go to these acting conservatories and it'll be just one strict method. I was kind of exposed to all of it. Some stuff I was like, yeah, this works. And other stuff I'm like, yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. There was one that really resonated with me by this woman named Uta Hagen. And she was all about what she calls sense memory, taking moments in your life and being able to like use those moments in your character. Mm -hmm. So for example, I did a scene once from a play called Rabbit Hole and Rabbit Hole is about a husband and wife who lost their four-year-old child, their four-year-old son. He was hit by a car. I never had a child i've never lost a child i don't know what that feels like but then you you kind of have to dig deep and go back into a traumatic place in your life or Mm -hmm. like a place where you felt loss Mm -hmm. or grief okay and channeling that through your character think about it a lot of times when these actors take on these roles they're playing somebody that they're not and Charlize Theron was not by career choice a hitchhiking hooker. No, exactly. Yeah. Being able to use those experiences, mm-hmm. it kind of helps an actor's performance to be a little bit more raw and just very organic. Yeah, I could see that. Some people really swear by a certain technique. For me, personally over the years picked things from different methods and kind of Mm. made it into my own yeah which makes sense which yeah it does make sense what works for you isn't going to work for me and the person next to us and then the other person next to us Mm -hmm. and the person in the room over some notable method actors as you mentioned multiple times already Charlize (laughs) Theron Love it. We love a good Charlize Theron. I mean, that movie was so good, but also so disturbing. Mm -hmm. And like, I felt really uncomfortable. And you kind of had to like really look to realize that was her. Yeah. Mm. My quick question. Now, you may be getting to this at some point in time. Do you think how they did hours and hours of prosthetics and makeup on her that contributes to method acting when you can look at yourself in the mirror and be like, Oh, fuck. Yeah. This isn't me. Absolutely. Because obviously she's a glamazon who's like a beautiful person. But didn't she put on, I think she had to put on weight. She put a lot of weight on. Because there's that scene in Monster where she is taking a. This is a notable bathroom. Mark references this scene many times. She's drying her. She's like wearing like, you know, granny panties and she's drying herself in like the hand dryer and the Mm -hmm. gas station. Yes. And you see her body. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, it looks like me. Relatable. I I have the Charlize Theron monster body. You claim to think that you have Aileen Warnos's body, but you also have a letter handwritten by her. We do. We do. The entrance to your apartment. It's, it's, you know, we want people to be very comfortable when they get in here. So we figured what better than a five page letter handwritten. Well, at one of my old jobs, I took a picture, you know, when we moved here, I took pictures to show everyone. And we have this five or six page Eileen Warnos handwritten prison letter and it's framed and it goes down our hallway and someone saw it in the pictures and she was like, oh, are those, are those scriptures? And I was like, hell no, they're not scriptures. <laughs> they're scriptures from <laughs> doesn't her she, writings. Doesn't she reference scriptures in there i mean she does she actually does i haven't read the whole thing from start to finish but like first of all her handwriting was so fucking neat impeccable impeccable yeah Yeah. i mean the most clean beautiful handwritten letter there's a great book 
called Dear Dawn. The letter that we have was essentially written to her friend Dawn Botkins. And every letter she started to Dawn, it just said Dear Dawn. So there's a book oh. called Dear Dawn that's very interesting. And it's like a compilation of all of her letters. Yeah. Okay. And it's funny, though, because in the book they made a notation and they were like, she spoke about Jesus a lot, so we kind of are giving you an abridged version without the constant <laughs> without the, scripture without references, the scripture like you said. And yeah. like what you guys did to me this weekend oh by God. sending me. a great moment. God. Leviticus. Well, yeah. I mean, all um, of that will Corinthians. Soon, all of that will soon be <laughs> yeah. revealed. Leviticant. 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 Yeah. I know. Like we just mentioned Charlize Theron, but some other notable method actors. You have Jim Carrey mm-hmm. when he played Andy Kaufman in Man on the Moon. He never broke character. Even like in between takes, he was still embodying Andy Kaufman. I saw the documentary Netflix put That was out. actually really fucking it good. It was. Wasn't it? Yeah. And that was like a perfect embodiment of, I think. And they had footage of like him in between takes, him and his trailer. Yeah. And he didn't break. Like he was just in immersed, yeah. I suppose you could say. Dustin Hoffman, the Rain Man. Yeah. Oh, such a great performance. You know, I've never seen Rain Man. Listen, I just watched it for the first time this year. Okay, I feel better. I had, (laughs) the reason I've always had hesitations of watching it is I cannot stand Tom Cruise. Uh, Fuck Tom Cruise. But I will say, Dustin Hoffman's performance is worth the two and a half hours of having to sit through Tom Cruise. Better than Tootsie? I've never seen Tootsie. You've never seen Tootsie either? What is wrong with you? Another another method actor who really goes like full throttle is Christian Bale. Mm. I don't know if you saw The Machinist, but he lost a shit ton of fucking weight. I, yeah. He also did for The Fighter. Oh, with Mickey Rooney Rourke. No, that's that's the, the wrestler. wrestler. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> the Fighter is with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, fuck him. But it's actually a really good movie. Fuck him. Our friend Al Pacino. Oh, Oh, Al Pacino. Al. And Robert De Niro. Robbie. Robbie. Oh, fucking Robbie. Um, Mm, Those men. Hilary Swank. You saw Boys Don't Cry. Yes. Boys Don't Cry. A Million Dollar Baby. Oh, yes. This is the big controversial one is Heath Ledger. Oh. oh, go down that rabbit hole. Oh, people tend to believe that taking on the role of the Joker in The Dark Knight caused him to get into this dark place and caused his death. I'm going to oh. debunk this. No, I'm just Allegedly, Jack Nicholson told him do not take on the role. Really? Allegedly. To get into this role of the Joker, he locked himself away for weeks he kept a diary, which was going to be added eventually to this documentary, which was called Too Young to Die. Okay. So his diary apparently like contained a shit ton of just crazy drawings. Some of them were hyenas, clowns, comic strips, and Alex DeLarge from Clockwork Orange. Yeah. So he had like he made sketches of Alex DeLarge? I, I'm assuming. Oh, sweet. Very cute. In this documentary... Allegedly, he isolated himself to get into this deranged psyche of the character. Okay. He really took it up a notch with this. Okay. Cranked up the fucking suicide machine. Yeah. Apparently, he went all out physically, throwing himself around the set, tiled walls that were cracked. He was literally throwing himself what? and banging his head. What? 
But um, why? Like, here's the thing. So he's method I acting. Don't, I don't do the whole Batman stuff, but I did see the one that he was in. He played a villain well, but like, wasn't did he posthumous really, Oscar worthy. Did he need to really? It's a popular opinion. I'm sorry, but unpopular It's a it's a fucking Batman movie. Why are you throwing yourself against the tile wall? <laughs> He was committed to his craft. Fucking Batman. But he also, (laughs) he apparently really encouraged Christian Bale to physically hurt him. Oh, hi. There's like that (laughs) famous interrogation scene and Heath was like, you know, telling him to like hit him. Like, go on. Like he was like egging Christian Bale on to like physically hurt him. Mm -hmm. And Christian was like, gonna be fine like it's like, like chill like chill like yeah i do this method acting shit too but you're taking a little bit extreme yeah he's like you're getting a little <laughs> weird here with me mary but he really committed to the role and unfortunately he passed not too long after that blame it on the olsen twins like how like how did he, he die, die he died of a drug overdose I just remember he died in one of the Olsen's apartments, didn't he? No, I think it was his apartment. One of the Olsen twins found him. Uh, was his death ruled out as an accident or suicide? or? It was an accident. There is some controversy whether or not that his role as the Joker led to his death. I think that maybe there's a possibility that someone who is already perhaps unstable or in an unstable mindset who is method acting, I do think that there's a possibility that that could possibly propel them into a worse place. Probably one of the most well-known method actors that is in film today is Daniel Day-Lewis. Danny Day. Ever see the film My Left Foot? No. Okay, so he won the Academy Award for it, but he is playing this Irish writer, painter that has cerebral palsy named Christy Brown. He actually learned to write and paint with his toes. That's cool. And he actually spent eight weeks in a cerebral palsy clinic in Dublin to like get to the grips with the condition. Just like Nicholson, going back to our boy Jack. Jackie. He spent time in a psychiatric ward while getting ready for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Daniel Day-Lewis goes all in with all of his fucking roles. But with this one, he refused to leave his wheelchair for the entire shoot. So he like forced people to carry him in and out of the car every day. He insisted on being spoon fed. He'd call you by your film name and you'd have to call him Christy. You were feeding him. You were wheeling him around. What about diaper? That I don't know. Diaper duty. He played Abraham Lincoln in Lincoln. Steven Spielberg recalls that even when he would text Daniel Day-Lewis, he would text him back as Abraham Lincoln. Well, Abraham w- Lincoln didn't have a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Listen, well, I mean, so, did they shoot him in the back of the head for uh, his method? No. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm inquiring. I don't, uh, okay. When I was in college, I was an RA. They gave us a lot of training on conflict management diversity training, all of that stuff, which is why I'm such a well-versed individual. Yes. Yes, hair flip. Hair flip. flip. The one day we were talking about different disabilities and what they made my group do is we had to be in a wheelchair on campus 
for the day. Oh. I like that. And it was great because in the back of your head, you're like, oh, well, there's elevators. It's disability yeah. accessible. Being forced to have to navigate around a college in a wheelchair really put things into perspective. Right. Just for those eight hours of doing that, it definitely altered my perspective. Yeah. And I will say this, fucking thresholds on doors are a nightmare for anyone I in mean, a wheelchair. I can imagine. Oh yeah. my God. Pain here, in the ass. Listen, we've had to put things through our windows here. No yes, more thresholds. Hey, is that what they're your called? Sofa. Like those, yeah. those arch you like the door? Hump. Yeah. It's like, a, it looks like a mini speed bump under your door. I don't know what that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, a threshold. Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. I think so. Anyways, I know you've been waiting for this. Oh God! I've okay, been so long. I've been waiting. I've been hinting at it. Yep. Don't tell me. Don't fucking get me all worked up like this. You know how I get. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. What are we talking about? For next, mm. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, oh my God, no! Don't give, don't give me Gilly. Oh. A, Did he ride on the Titanic? Listen, before Titanic? hi Leo. Oh if you're out there, you're probably not listening to us. You're probably listening to a podcast about climate change and yeah. global warming. But I just want you to know that I love you. You were my first celebrity crush, and I had. Oh, what are you shaking your head no for <laughs> the like, camera? Not me. No, <laughs> Jen um, speaks for herself. That's fine. I had a poster hanging in my room of you oh, from Titanic. <laughs> and I used to steal my mom's lipstick and kiss it. So oh, yeah, that's so cute. That's really cute. Unpopular opinions. Since I said we were going to have another one, we have a lot of them. There are two films that Leonardo DiCaprio should have won an Academy Award for. You ready? Yeah, tell me. The Aviator. Okay. I didn't see that. And what's eating Gilbert Grape? Absolutely. Those yes. are the two movies yes. that he should have won for. Arnie. He, oh my God, I know. Fucking Arnie. He won for The Revenant. I don't even know which one that so was. So this was in That's 16. 16. Yeah. I felt like he's been nominated so many times. The Academy was just like, just give him his fucking award. Yeah. Give him something. He barely spoke in the fucking movie. He plays this guy that gets attacked by a bear, treks across a frozen tundra, tries to take revenge on the other character that left him for dead, which was played by Tom Hardy. He slept in animal carcasses, like actual animal carcasses, like while they were filming and ate raw bison. Can we get worms? Exactly. (laughs) Conditions were really fucking cold. It was not a really ideal filming. I bet. I bet. Have you guys seen the film Django? No. Quentin Tarantino? Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio's real blood is seen in that movie. Really? Yeah. So what happens is the scene slams his hand on a table multiple times and it gets closer to this crystal glass and it breaks and he actually cuts his hand open, but he still keeps going. He looks over to Carrie Washington and takes his hand and smears it all over her face. (sighs) So like the reaction that you see from that scene is real. Cool. Tarantino was like, that was amazing. We are keeping that. It was not scripted. Nothing. Leo like had to get stitches after, but he fucking kept on going. Like he was committed to it. And I'm so that reaction you see, I'm like, I mean, first of all, if Leonardo DiCaprio put blood on my face, I'd be like, yes. I'd be like more. But like with the Titanic theme in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is 
is like the fourth episode where we've done the Titanic song. I, well, I feel like we make mm. reference to Titanic in all the time, every fucking episode. We love but, that fucking um, sinking ship, baby. Sunk so, ship. Uh, as it stands now that I've shared a little bit about some like actors and some of the crazy shit that they've done Mm. to get into these roles do you think that anyone could go do the same thing and still give an amazing performance no I don't I don't necessarily believe that Beth from down the street could decide that she's going to do a method acting uh, performance and and just go for it I do think that there are certain people who may have more of an ability to tap into Mm -hmm. certain emotions Mm -hmm. or things. Um, But I don't think that it's just something that like, you know, pick somebody at random and they can do do it. it. I think it's just, I think method acting will, it could help someone that is an actor, but I don't think that's like the key ingredient. It's like you either got it or you don't. Exactly. I am a firm believer that in order to be nominated for an Academy Award, you have to, as they call it, go full Rain Man. So like yeah. like Dustin Hoffman's performance, it's like, did they give a Rain Man performance? Yeah. Did they completely transform themselves into somebody completely different? And if you yeah. think about it, people who've won awards did that. Like Charlize Theron mm-hmm. yeah. as Alien Warnos. Who I would like to mention that one of our favorite directors, John Waters, had a comedy special where he called Charlize out. And he was like, I didn't hear her thank Eileen Warner so she was clutching that statue on stage. <laughs> and he's right. She, she should have thanked she her. She should have because you're exploiting someone. Killer or not, exploitation is exploitation. Daniel Day Lewis won <laughs> multiple. Like, yeah, <laughs> keep going. But you know, okay. So there's one performance. But that Daniel Day Lewis is another one that's won multiple Academy Awards. Yeah, there's one performance that I think is so underrated and underappreciated, and that was Juliette Lewis and the Other Sister. Yes, well, yes. Because much like Leonardo DiCaprio in What's Eating Gilbert Grape, mm-hmm. she played someone that was, you know, I think she was on the spectrum. She might have. Yeah, they you know, never. They never clarified. Yeah. They never what, clarified what it, her, and I don't think they did. They in Gilbert Grape. I don't remember. I don't it's been so long since I've seen that movie. Yeah, it's so sad. If, if they did clarify it, it was probably pretty politically incorrect. I just don't feel incorrect. like crying. Like I don't want to cry. You know, the whole the whole movie makes me upset. But yeah. especially the end. I yeah. still deep down think that those are the two movies that Leo should have won for. Absolutely, it was a lot of people who should mm-hmm. have gotten more acknowledgement for roles that they've done. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I mean, unpopular opinion, I hate Johnny Depp. Yeah, I'm not a Johnny Depper. You know, yeah. yeah, I mean... <laughs> Maybe. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, I like, love Edward Scissorhands. Oh, my oh God. yeah, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> oh, my God, I love so Johnny Depp just lied now. To you. Well, actually, <laughs> the one Johnny Depp role that I really do love is his role in Gilbert Grape. Yeah, so, so there you go. So yeah. you, you can't like fully hate I him. Guess I no, can't. I no. Can't but he's talented. We're sorry, Johnny. Sorry, Johnny. I just we take it but back. I think you're overrun. Yeah. But, <laughs> you look like um, a pirate. I sometimes go back and forth about like the method acting and like, mm-hmm. is it a little too extreme? Like, oh, yeah. is there other ways that you can go about like diving into a character? But then like I think about it and I'm like, not every day are you waking up and like playing a serial killer or like a truck driving hooker or, yeah, like you me. Know, or Abraham Lincoln Abe or Fucking you know 
a man sleeping in an animal carcass yeah. in the frozen tundra. Yeah, so I think that there is something to it. I think there I is something in being able to lose yourself or put yourself to the side. But in a safe way. Yeah, absolutely. Our, our good old pal, Char Leasy. Char Char. Char Char. We love Char Char. Oh, Char Char. Aunt Char Char. We're going to call her Aunt Char Char now. Aunt Charlie. Cousin Char Char. That would Char. be better. Just like Auntie Charlie. Tildy. Auntie Tildy Swanny. Um, <laughs> She's another one in that movie, Suspiria. Yeah, exactly. Where Great she plays that, the fucking old man. Yes. And I had to keep rewinding the movie and like, you were like wait, is that fucking Tilda Swinton? Is that- <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, and I didn't believe, like, I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. you know, these people really go like behind all this makeup and whatever they do to get into the character. It's like they're unrecognizable. Another <laughs> example of a method actor would be Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared Jared. He also played the Joker in the recent movie Suicide Squad. And I was reading that he was With Harley Davidson, Quinn. (laughs) Yes, it goes to show you that we know so much about comic books. Yeah, we do. The movie where like every girl was... Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, yeah. For Halloween. Harley Mm -hmm. Davidson, Quinn. And um, he he played the Joker, but apparently would like send like dead animal carcasses like he would mail them to like other cast members like homes okay and, like, so he's just a letters. fucking yeah um i think that's a little see yeah, i think that's Jared taking it a little Leto, too far he's also another one that will like put on a lot of weight or lose a lot of weight for a role he also has a cult yes you yes know, that he does well you know the first jared leto film i ever saw was which one? Urban Legend. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I was going to say Brokeback Mountain and Heath Ledger, but that's the other Gyllenhaal. The first one I Maggie. saw, the first Kidding. one I saw that he was in and it fucking scarred me for life was, um, oh God. What's the movie where the two girls like with the dildo are like... Requiem for a yes, Dream. Yes, that. Requiem for a Dream. I just... Oh, yeah, that, that was, movie, I, I love cannot. Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. If I was a woman, I would want to look just like her. I, would, I love her eyebrows. Yeah, I would want to be um, her in Labyrinth. And she was also... And I would be David Bowie. Yes, oh my God, my Goblin King. Yes, yeah. I would be your Goblin King. Oh, I love it. Listen, Magic her. Dance is an underrated fucking song. You remind me of the diapy. What, babe? Oh, see, I went for it. You remind me of the babe. What, babe? The, the babe with the diapy. power. <laughs> Shut the up. power of diapy. Diapies, diapies. I could never get into Labyrinth. Oh, so Hush bad. your mouth. Just the bulge. I was like, ooh. Yeah. That's oh, hot. Bowie's bulge. Hot. hot. I don't even like him. Hot. This is our NC-17 episode. Yeah, yeah, it's getting there at this point. Thank you to everyone who listens to us week yes. after week and deals with our crazy antics. You know, we've heard some very nice reviews lately that yeah. um, it feels like you're sitting with us. You are sitting with us. And you are. Like, ultimately, that is mm-hmm. the vibe yeah. we go for. We want you all to um, be in our souls. And, and we, you are. We want you to be more interactive with us. So if we there's do. any topics you want us to talk about or anything you want to go deeper in on any of our topics let us know like what's a role that you think is 
underrated or yeah. methody that we didn't bring up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Annabelle, was she a method doll actor or not? <laughs> well, Chucky, Chucky was. Yeah. Chucky, Chucky. was. Chucky yeah. went. Yeah. Was it a method acting clown? Was Pennywise? I, I mean, a I hope so. Clown? I hope Tim Curry went around in makeup and terrorized people. I no, really he do. He is I, a great actor. Yeah, he, he is. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bless him. Bless him. Bless you, Tim but, Curry. Um, yeah. Good on you. If there's any content that you're like dying to hear from us, you can yeah. always reach out to us on Instagram at Bizarre Buffet. Mm-hmm. That's right. Twitter, Facebook. Facebook at Bizarre Buffet. We have a Patreon too where we have exclusive footage. Yeah. There's a video, video on there right now yeah. where Jen and Mark are telling you all about um Dr. Jack Kevorkian artwork. Mm-hmm. I almost said Andrew Kevorkian because you started with Andrew Kunanen. We have covered so many crazy people oh, that sometimes they lose track. They all blur together. And I guess we're all method because we all have them as part mm-hmm. of us. Exactly. They're all yeah. a part of us yeah. in our everyday lives. Absolutely. Like I am on a mission now to euthanize people. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Record drop. Record. There you there go. Yeah, better. But um, make sure to subscribe to us. Yes, please like do. Us. Rate and review on Apple slash iTunes Love if you us. would, if you could, if you shall, uh, if it be your will, in the words of Leonard Cohen. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, until next time, my name is um, Jared Leto's Method Acting. I am Leonardo DiCaprio's Bloody Hand. I love it. And I am Jack Nicholson. Who gave Jared, uh, who gave Heath Ledger, who did he give the, never mind. Anyway, goodbye. (laughs) I said to Heath Ledger, don't (laughs) fucking do it. Oh my God, goodbye. Uh, Goodbye.